Watch the big game with your radios turned up. And that is out of here. It's October. And you can kiss that one goodbye. The American League Championship Series. I'm as prepared as I can possibly be. It's going to be fun. The Houston Astros advance to the American League Championship Series. Turn up your radio, Houston. Verlander strikes out the side. Astros radio. You know, it's going to be a pretty good series. Houston's exclusive. Need to left field. Hometown call. And you can kiss it goodbye. Fans loving it. Turn up your radio. To your hometown team, this is the Houston Astros Radio Network. Right, we're joined by Red Sox manager Alex Cora. We'll start on the left with Johnny. Yes, Alex, how much of an advantage do you have being with them last year? None. I mean, um, it's a different team. Um, they made some additions in the offseason. Too much talk about AJ and, and me and having an advantage at the end. I don't catch a ground ball. I don't hit. AJ doesn't catch anymore. It's about the players, and uh, they're the ones that are going to decide what's going to happen on the field. Alex, did you learn anything about Verlander being alongside him last year for those two months that you you didn't know before? I didn't know. Not really. I, I'm, <laughs> nah, I, I learned a lot. Um, he loves to compete which is the most important thing at this level. Um, he got traded, and um, he found uh, different ways to get people out. And he did a great job um, with the Astros. Um, from, from day one, when he got there, and he threw that bullpen in the middle of the doubleheader against the Mets on a Saturday after, after Harvey, he, he was into it. and. Uh, he brought up a, a different vibe to the team. Um, everybody knows how Dallas felt after the training deadline. And uh, Jeff was very patient um, with the trade market and everything that was going on. And I still remember that day, uh, August 31st, which it was my first big league managing game because AJ got thrown out in the first inning. Um, like in the fourth inning, and nothing against Cam, Maven, you know? He was great, I think. He got tackles to, to the whole country because he's still second in the World Series. Somebody came down and goes, we got Cam Maven. And OK, yeah. And then we got home, and I think it was 10, has to be 1040 Central Time. Uh, people start texting and calling. and. And uh, there was rumors that we were going gonna to get uh, JV. And then uh, Dallas was the one that told me. He's like, we got him. And uh, it was a different vibe. Uh, he dominated from, from the first pitch all the way to um, game six, I think he pitched, uh, in the World Series. Uh, professional guy that pays attention to details. Um, He's one of the best, uh, future Hall of fa Famer, and uh, I was, it was cool to be around him last year. Hazel in the middle. Alex, just piggybacking off what Johnny asked you, the personnel may be different as far as the Astros are concerned this time around, but have you seen a difference in their philosophy or how they approach certain game situations that may have not been the case when you were bench coach? <laughs> um, no, you study them and... and you try to, you know, 
pick a few things from them. Um, when healthy, they can do a lot of things. They, they, they hit the ball out of the ballpark. They put the ball in play. They run the bases. I think the, their biggest improvement is their defense. They're a lot better defensively. Um, Correa has played at a high level at shortstop. Um, Altuve, he's been better turning those plays. Um, in the outfield, they, they're very aggressive with their positioning, and it works. It seems like they've been more aggressive this year compared to last year. Um, they have different ways to beat you. They got different personnel. You know, um, they came here early September, and, and Marisnik defensively changed probably two two games, the first two games of the series, playing defense. Was Jake here in the roster for that one? Yeah. I know he played good against us. Um, Bregman at third base, his range, you know, he's a shortstop playing third base. And, and the biggest difference, I, I do believe they, they, they made an adjustment because of who they were thinking they were going to play in October is, is, is Martin Maldonado. Um, I didn't see that coming, knowing that Brian was going to be healthy and Stassi was playing great. But that's what they do. They think ahead. And you know, you got the Indians leading the league in stolen bases. You got us playing the way we're playing. So they, they decided to go to one of the best defensive catchers in the league. And he's been outstanding, and uh, that's that's the difference. Um, I think their defense is is underrated, and he's probably one of the best in the big leagues. Uh, Alex, earlier JD was talking about his time at Houston and said that's where he learned to fail, and then he learned to work. Just wondering, how would you characterize his work ethic that you've seen this season? Oof, do we have time? It's it's amazing. Uh, we go back to that meeting in Orlando when we met with uh, with Scott. And, and JD, and the way he talked about his routine, the way he talked about uh, preparation and, and iPads and notebooks and, and visualizing and, and be ready from pitch one in batting practice until the last pitch of the game, I was impressed. And, and he's been consistent with it. He, he doesn't stop. He's always trying to find an edge. He always is uh, working with his swing. Even when he won the player of the month in August, I think it was. And when we told him, he's like, for real? And I'm like, yeah, you, you were the best player in August. And he's like, I, he didn't feel that way because he wasn't hitting the ball in the air. And that's who he is. He's always trying to be better. And uh, it's, been, it's been great. I think his, his biggest strength as a player is communicating with his teammates and, 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 and using that information for his teammates and, and, and trying for them to be better, which is awesome. You don't see that often. Sometimes uh, star, star players, they stay in their corner. You know, they're, they're so into their craft that they don't share information. Not on purpose, but that's the way it works for them. And with him, it's the other way around. If it's up to JD, he'll he'll talk hitting to you the whole day and probably make you a, a good hitter. Uh, 
but uh, yeah, yeah. But he that's 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 the great thing about him. Johnny, far left. Eric, what makes Arturo a dynamite player? That he can pit, he can hit a pitch up there and down there. You know, like he he's amazing at getting the barrel to the ball. Um, he can hit for power, but at the at the same time, he'll put the ball in play with two strikes, and he doesn't hit it hard. But he's so fast that it's an infield single. Um, he he goes the other way. He, when he wants, he doesn't expand, and uh, he he's a complete player. Um, just like JD, you know, he wants to be great, and and, and that's. That's impressive, you know, for a guy that I think he signed for $1,500, and now he's one of the best players in the big leagues. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. It's, amaz it's an amazing story. Uh, on a daily basis, he brings it. He brings it. There's, there's no off days for him, uh, mentally or physically. He'll give you everything he has. Last one from Pete. Alex, knowing Chris, as you know him, um, how much do you think what happened in the postseason last year is a motivation for him and, in general, uh, how he looks at su succeeding in the postseason is kind of maybe the final piece of his individual puzzle? No, I, I don't know if it's mot motivation. I think he used it the other way around, you know, like a, a, as a learning experience. Um, I heard that in that, in that game, uh, he went to the bullpen and it took him 10 or 12 pitches to, to be ready because he was so hyped up. He was ready to go. Like I've been telling you guys since the first day we met in spring training, his stuff was good that day. Uh, he just made, he was, you know, he had no, loca I mean, as far as like location, he was off, but he had Altuve 0-2 in that first at bat and he threw a fastball around down the middle. Bregman hit a home run and a slider. And then, you know, everything happened fast for him, but, uh, then he made an adjustment in game four. He was great. Then he pitched well against the Yankees. He came in against the Yankees again. He did well. So I think he used that as a learning experience. You know, it's not like he wants to beat the Astros more than, than the Yankees or the Royals. You know, with Chris, he'll compete at a high level, even throwing bullpens. So um, he's in a good place. He's ready to go. And uh, I'm glad that he's going to throw game one for us. He wants to win a World Series. Um, and like, you talk to David the same way, Kimbrell the same way. And there's a lot of hardware down there, you know, Cy Youngs and MVPs and All-Star games and all that stuff. But there's not too many World Series ring down there. Um, Pedroia, Workman, Bogarts, I think that's it. And uh, I know they're, they're hungry for one, and you know, they have a shot right now. All right, thank you all. We're uh, joined by Red Sox pitcher Chris Sale. We'll start on the left. Chris, when you guys were in the AL Central together, did you watch Verlander a lot closer when you guys played the Tigers? And uh, did you ever have any matchups? you get more fired up facing a guy like that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've always said, you know, I'm not really worried about the pitcher that I'm facing. I, you know, I'm not facing him. I don't have to hit off of him. Um, we know who we're up against. You know, he's, he's obviously one of the best around and, and you know, really good in the postseason. So, um, like I said, you just strap it on the same way and then go out there and, and fight till the end. On the left, Chris. Chris, these guys, you know, they ambushed you pretty good in the first game last year. You know, how, how much did you learn from that? And you know, kind of is that kind of a motiva motivating factor for you at all, kind of going into tomorrow? 
Yeah, you know, this is, uh, this is a rematch of last year. You know, obviously, the winner of this one goes to the World Series. So, um, you know, like I've been saying the whole time, you know, just keep playing the same game. Uh, not trying to reach for more, not trying to be better than I am. Uh, and we shouldn't play as a team like that either. We need to, like I said, just keep doing what we've been doing, um, you know, putting our heads down, playing hard, working hard. And in the end, it'll, it'll fall how it falls, and you know, hopefully we'll be on top. Pete in the middle. Chris, obviously they were very careful with you down the stretch. Is it to a point now where, you know, there's no limits? You can go however long you can go within the context of the game. Yeah, no doubt. I think, you know, we're we're at the point now where there's no no holding back. There's no uh, limitations. Um, like I said before, it's it's all hands on deck. We're we're here to win. We got to do whatever it takes to get there. And I think you can ask anybody in that clubhouse or on that coaching staff. They'll do about anything it takes to get there. So. Um, whether it's doing this or that, it doesn't matter. I think everyone's prepared to do whatever it takes to uh, to get to the next level. Let me read you what AJ said. He said uh, he's incredible. He has weapons that are sort of beyond human nature. His spin on his breaking ball is ridiculous. doesn't matter whether you're left-handed or right-handed. It's uncomfortable. What do you think of that from AJ? About? About you. Oh, I, I appreciate it. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You, I guess you got to ask him. It's nice, but you know, it doesn't change what I'm, what I have to do or what I'm going to do. Um, play to win. That's that's it. Johnny on the left. Yes, Chris. Being so tall is it tough pitching to somebody so small as a Tuve? <laughs> no, uh, I think I think the way he swings the bat makes it tough to pitch to him. Um, you know, he's. He's as good as it gets. Obviously, he proved that last year being the MVP of the league. So pitch him the same way as you pitch everyone else. And just like I said, just try to keep the ball in the yard and um, try to get quick outs. On the left. Chris, you guys, I think, have never let the moment get too big this year. And when it has, you've responded. And you seem like you guys have had fun in big moments. Do you agree with that? And how are you going to do that in the playoffs? Are you confident that you will do that in the playoffs? Absolutely. I think, obviously, you work the entire year to get here, and the entire year preps you for this. You know, obviously, throughout the year, you're going to come into big situations or late innings or big games or big moments. And I think, like you said, we've responded really well. You know, we've been we've been down by a lot and came back, and we played close games and, and lost and responded well the next day. Um, you know, all these, all those things get you prepared for for these moments. And like I've said, you know, we have an unbelievable leader in, in Alex Cora, you know, keeping us in the right direction, keeping us going down the right path. And I think all those things combined are going to get us where we need to go. Last one from Pete. We just had Mookie and JD in here. If uh, if you were an MVP voter, who would you vote for for MVP in the American League? I think I'd just flip a coin or tell them to rock, paper, scissors. I don't know. That's, they both bring something to, to the game that it's, it's just separates them both from everyone else. Um, and it's, it's hard to deny 130 RBIs, 330 and 40-something. But then you throw Mookie in the mix. You know, he's, he's a 30-30 guy, gold glove defense, hit, what, close to 350. Um, I'll say you just flip a coin or just give it to them both. <laughs> All right, we're joined here by uh, Mookie Betts and J.D. Martinez. First question, Johnny on the left. 
Yes. How excited are both of you guys for being here? And what's the, what will be some of the keys against Verlander Saturday night? Both of you. Uh, I'm I'm very excited about it. Um, you know, obviously we got that monkey off our back as far as getting past the first round. Um, so we can uh, you know be excited about that. But I think uh, just Verlander is a good pitcher, and I mean, we have to we have to stick to our game plan, and that you know that's how we'll beat him. Yeah. I'm, uh you know, we're obviously excited to be here. You know, it's uh, one step away from being in the World Series. Um, so, um, you know, as far as Verlander goes, this is a tough pitcher, and it's one of those guys you got to grind out at bats and kind of wait him out, wait for those mistakes, and capitalize on them. Uh, for either of you guys, does this is this heightened or intensified because it is the two best teams in the major leagues going at it here from from this year? And also, have you chosen a song yet to celebrate when you win this round? <laughs> uh, no, no songs. But I mean, I guess knowing that they're a great team, um, we have a great team too. I just, you know, that it's going to be a fun battle. So I think we just, uh, you have to embrace it. You know, there's no, no, no sense in, in making it more than what it is. You know, I think we have to go out and play, you know, no matter who, who the opponent is. And I mean, that, that's just a, uh, it's just how you, how you have to do it. I mean, you just have to em embrace that the, you have two good teams. No song, J.D.? No song. I mean, what do you? I don't know. No, you, not. you should know the song. What is it? What's their song, <laughs> Deep in the Heart of Texas? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. No, probably not. <laughs> On the right. J.D., it's, in some ways, it's full circle for you playing the Astros. Um, what what do you and I know you've discussed this a lot, but what do you remember from your time with them, and especially toward the end where you had started to figure it out, and they had to they ended up deciding to to move on, and that kind of set you on this path to to lead to where you are today. What do you remember from your time with the Astros? What stands out to you? What stands out to me? Um, I think the growing pains. Really, um, I think I learned how to fail, if that's something you know. Um, I think. I went through all my failure there, and I kind of learned, and I grew, and I knew kind of what worked, what didn't work, uh, and then I just, you know, after that, it was, you know, I think God gave me another opportunity and put me in a good situation, you know, with Detroit, and that's kind of where I continue to grow until, you know, where I am today, really. Brian on the left. JD, um, from your time with Verlander, wh what stands out about his focus and, and preparation about getting prepared for big games and, and playoff games? You know, like like we're in right now. Um, he's definitely well prepared. He's always has been. Um, he's been that guy that's, you know, I remember he's always calling the video room and, JD, what do you got on this guy's swing? What do you got on this, this and that? Like, you know, we were in Detroit, and you know he's a great pitcher and he steps up in big games. So. I think, uh, you know, but we have a great offense and we have a great lineup and, you know, we do our homework too and I think it's going to be a good battle. Brian on the right. Mookie, you played with Tony Kemp growing up. Uh, what do you remember of him from that time and how crazy is it that you're both on this stage now? Uh, there, there's so many memories. I mean, you know, we, I don't even know how, what age we started playing together. Um, so I think it's just uh, one of those things where I'm just, proud to say there's another guy um, you know that I grew up with that's, that's playing in you know playoffs with me now and uh, you know he goes back home and we see each other back home and you know mess around and do what um, whatever but 
you know, it's just uh, a good feeling to know that, you know, where I come from, you know, there's major league talent for sure. Mookie, another question for you on Kemp. What did you think of his tweet back to yours? And have you guys communicated since you beat the Yankees, knowing that you're going to play against him? Yeah, we uh, we talked, uh, you know, we texted the other day and just uh, wish each other good luck. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where he, he's like a brother, you know, like I said, we grew up and, and played against each other and, and with each other in the summer. So um, it's just one of those things where you just hope for the best for somebody that, you know, you kind of, um, you know, growing up playing with. Hazel. Mookie, without giving away any family secrets, how do you see the running game changing with Maldonado behind the plate? I mean, he's got one of the best arms, if not the best arm. So, um, you know, he, he's a great catcher back there. Um, but I think it's just one of those things where we have to continue to do it, do whatever we do to, to win the game. And so, I mean, that, that's, that's all you can do. You have to respect him. But, you know, we're good, too, and we'll find a way to get it done. I know the ALCS is special no matter what, but is it any more special because it's the Astros? Um, how much does it drive me? And I think my failures in Houston is what made me who I am. I think it's given me that that drive, that that drive to keep working because you never know what can happen type deal. Um, as far as it being Houston, no, really. I mean, it's you know I, I learned a lot from Houston, and you know what. It made me who I am, and there's no really animosity there. You know, in my sense, they did me a favor by allowing me go, allowing me to leave and going to play on another team. And if it wasn't for that, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Um, who knows where I would have been. As the Astros, a franchise record, 103 wins during the regular season. <laughs> We're a better team than last year. It's the team that plays the best. It's October. Special teams do special things in October. Fans love it. The American League Championship Series. And Springer drives this one deep to right center field. Looking up. See you later. Turn up your radio, Houston. This is club down the left field line. And that's down. It's the Houston Astros. Altuve will score. Bregman will score. Astros Radio. How about Barwin Gonzalez? Houston's exclusive. And it made magic. Hometown call.